Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, July 10th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and UNPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hands. And if you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer. Please fill the Google sheet if you want to get the preference. The reason is that if you fill the Google sheet, it will take easy for me to get to the point. So it's if we can serve more people if you fill the Google sheet. Are we now? So yes, I posted ma'am. my question in the uh, Google Docs. My job has been terminated on April 2nd, H1B in grace period 60 days. Uh, you file change of status H1B 60 days period. 24th May and my application was rejected due to incorrect fees. Yikes. Why did not you file online the application though? I-539. Yeah, because I was only getting H1B1 option, so I was not sure that, whether... Yeah. You should consult a lawyer, ma'am, because you are in not in legal status right now. Okay? Okay. Okay, so, sorry about that. Does it, does it uh, basically, so should I leave uh, the U.S. immediately or like uh, because 180 day period is there or like should I leave before the 180 day period and how will this affect my future visa? I would recommend, I would recommend you contact us privately though. We'll discuss it one on one. Okay. But for the rest of the people, guys, if you want to file, don't file manual application, guys. If it's online, just file it and online next person please sai ke sai ke hey here rahul cbp officer gave an identity for admittal period until 8:25 but passport ends on 6:24 they advised to come in person 8:25 what do you mean 8:25 august 25 yeah august 2025 yeah why would you why would you <laughs> Why? Like, uh, when, when I call the CBP deferred inspection side, they said like it's an officer mistake and it will affect when you do a future filings. So it needs who to be Who told you to do that? Uh, the CBP officer whom I called. Why would you call them? Okay. Like uh, I thought it's a mistake. So normally when I read some no, of the online No, some of the officers give it until you're... 797, some of the officers only give it until until your passport. They they have they have a discretion to do both the things. Okay. Come so, on. Yeah, if I say if I renew the passport in next week or so, so do I need can I maintain the status or do I need to travel out and uh, get new and info on the new passport? No, if you just renew the passport, that'll be good enough. 
Did you already made an appointment or you're planning to make an appointment? Yeah. Uh, to the passport renewal? No, with the CBP. No, no. Planning to make an appointment tomorrow. Don't make an appointment. Just renew the passport. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Nikhil? Hey, uh, hi Rahul. Uh, my name is mm -hmm. Nikhil. So I'm, I'm calling regarding like uh, two questions. One is uh, my H1B is getting expired uh, on September 30th. So my firm has been filed. Uh, but again, uh, it's it's right now in August 2022. Mine is filed in Jan. So I'm going uh, I'm with my same employer. I'm going to Canada and, work, and I'm working there. So just wanted to confirm if it's okay that when they file the I-140, if I if I'm out of the country, that that should be fine, right? Perfectly the day all of right. Perfectly okay. all right. No problem. As long as okay. your company is cooperative, I don't see any yes. problem. Got it. Got it. And and one one more thing is like the AR AR eleven form, right? So I haven't filled it. So I'm kind of uh, I looked up yesterday and uh, uh, no, I thought I would fill, but. Is it okay to fill now because it's like way, way past 10 days? So just wanted to... Uh, For you know, what? Because you moved to, yeah. you move to Canada? No, no, no. Like address change within within the US. No, that's okay. It's not a big issue. That's okay. If you fill... Okay, so no I fill, can update it, right? Issue. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, and, and I mean, one, one casual question though, like uh, is, if, if uh, you know, is, is it oh, advisable to get my stamp? Because I have... So this is like the third extension for my H1B after perm, like after six years. So is it uh, okay to get it in Canada or can I, should I go to a home country? Oh, no, you can get it in Canada. Not a problem. Okay. You don't have to go to the home okay. country because you are in seventh year. No problem with it. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks so much. Sean. Next person. If you would have contacted huh? us one year before, we have told you many different techniques for you to have the things though, but you know, I don't know why people don't contact us early. Next person, please. Rupa. Hi Rahul. Uh, we have a, a couple of questions. Uh, we so made, first uh, of all, you're waiting for the EB1 approval. So I'm assuming that- No, 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 uh -huh. no, it's not the approval. We provided our summary points to RNLaw and uh, uh, I just wanted to know how long it would be before an attorney would contact us on the on case moving forward. Did you make an appointment or did you send an email though? We uh, we had a call with an attorney and then uh, we gave like the six page you know uh, point summary of our who, who's uh, case. Who's who's the lawyer? Uh, I need to check because it's my it's my wife. Uh, okay. What's, uh, she had what's your email address? Uh, her email address is rupa underscore kol123 at yahoo.com. Give me one second. Sure. R U K R U P A rupa underscore mm -hmm. kol123 at yahoo. Yeah, I think so. I am the person. Give me one second. I will get back to you by probably... I got confused. I thought that she's contacting me first time, but no, I will. I have put it in there. I'll try to contact her by sure. tomorrow. Okay. Sure. Okay. And the se second question is uh, if someone has a concurrent H1B and if they're going to India, 
do they need to get stamped for both or would stamping for the main h1 suffice if you if you go to the concurrent um, no unfortunately when you go for stamping though when you come back you can only come mm-hmm. back on the main h1b and then you have to file the concurrent h1b again every okay. time you travel you have to do the concurrent h1b again oh okay sure Okay, that's all I got. Ashish? Ashish? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Rahul, uh, I have an H-1B approved uh, recently and I uh, have gone to my DMV to renew my license. And uh, I was told uh, that uh, my status, uh, like they are checking a safe system to see mm-hmm. whether the... person is valid having valid status or not so they were saying like my status changed to non immigrant from non immigrant to immigrant and i have told them like uh, my date is not current so priority date is not current i have not filed any status change but still they are saying their system is showing as non uh, immigrant i've checked with uscis and i've uh, got a call from field officer they are saying my status is non uh, immigrant h1b so i'm not sure like what is happening where is the bottleneck and whom i need to contact to get it fixed uh well why can't they, if your if your status has been changed to green card why can't they give the driving license but so problem? then yeah so then they need the the documents related problem, to problem. like green card or i765 ead uh you have to contact the ombudsman but the problem is ombudsman cannot resolve the problem the only thing is file the federal court case that's one thing that i can think about and apply for one more time in the dmv yeah i have been there several times but again like they say to contact uh, i don't know I, i i don't i don't know i can't come up with any solution for you i can't okay sorry about that okay Okay, all that's right. Strange. That's strange, though. Next person, please. Kantrat. Uh, hi, uh, Rahul. Uh, this is my. I'm a newcomer. I have a question, which I posted on the Google Forms. So it says that um, I I got laid off from my job, uh, and I did my one year OPT and still have two years of my STEM OPT, and my OPT is about to get expired in the next week or so. So, what are my options? Did you already file the extension, STEM extension, or you did uh, not file the STEM extension? I did not. Ah, uh, if you can't find a job, then you can't file an extension. So I have like a ten days max. So, um, what what happens after ten days? That's what that's my question. And I'm not filed yet. Then you will lose the STEM extension. Oh, all right. So I gotta get filed as soon as possible, right? That's right. That's right. Okay. When did you okay. lose the job, though? Uh, it's just two days ago, man. Why did not you file that uh, application before? Ah, uh, probably I the I was told that usually they will file usually like fifteen, ten, fifteen days before. Ah, uh, that's not a good idea. idea. next person so, please yeah if you don't find a job you will lose the so i have a uh, question if i find a job and and if they are ready to file now um uh, within 10 days is it possible uh 
you have to file before the opt expires yeah it's 10 days is good time for you to file it. yeah perfect okay thanks thank you so next much. next person please hey hi rahul i have a couple of questions uh, so the h1b One. has been transferred i am in india and use dropbox for the visa stamp oh two, you got the 221g for you yes mm -hmm. got the request for the visa interview while my visa stamping in the process can my wife travel to usa with valid no i don't want your wife to travel right now okay the reason is that you got the 221g and how long your wife has been in india it's been a year no sir i don't want her to travel here okay, okay. one other question quick thing so my employee mm -hmm. is starting the perm process they will start the prevailing wages soon mine is a remote job so I have an lca at dallas and at my employer location in iowa but if mm -hmm. i plan if i plan to change my state during the perm process i need to restart the entire application right so can i have something like another lca file for my chicago for chicago city so that i can uh, have dual lcas at chicago and dallas as a remote worker is it possible yes you can Yes, you can. And will they ask for any questions or anything else? Or no, it's, it'll be straightforward. No, sir. No, sir. But but the job that yeah, they, they you can have five different locations. That's not a problem. Okay. Thank you. Um, Suti, Suti, can you give uh, give me one second? Hold on for a minute, okay? Suti, can yeah. you give yeah. access to the uh, sending messages? Um, I want you to. I don't. If you're stuck there in Wait. India for four or five months, though. Um, please try to watch this video, okay? And we will send an email. You may want to consult a lawyer to get your 221G faster. Sure. Will do. Thanks, Rahul. Next person. Vinayak Srikant. Vinayak. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Your recent uh, character, got... and you started my OPT period. I got a full-time opportunity which requires me attend training period in Hyderabad, India for a span of three months. Yeah. Uh, now, you cannot have more than 90 days of unemployment period in uh, on the OPT though. So if you are going they, to get trained in India, why do we need to give you the OPT? Yeah, they said that they'll start my employment here and then they'll send me... No, any time period that you spend outside the country is considered to be unemployment. Unemployed, so definitely I would not like you to join that company. Okay. Next person, please. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, Jane, I can. Okay. Uh, I recently resigned from a job on H1B due to personal reasons, and my 60 day grace period ends on September. If new employer files new H1B transfer before September, I understand I can stay, but do I have to? The you have to start working from 60 days. Not only they have to file it, they have you have to start working too. It's not that they file it and you start working after six months. Okay. So payroll it, needs to start before 60 days. That's period. right. That's okay. right. You have to start working and payroll needs to be started. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. Hey, Rahul. I have filled my question in the Google Sheet. Yeah, you have filed the concurrently filed H1B with company B valid until the Now I changed my primary H1B, company A to company C. Question. If I go to India to come back and I still work on concrete H1B, every time you go to India and come back, you have to file the concrete H1B again because there is no provision for them to give the I-94 for both the companies, unfortunately. 
even if you have not changed to company C, even if you have worked for company A, the problem is still the same thing. When you come back, you have to file a concurrently filed H-1B. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. So now my company C is planning to file the I-140. Uh, so do I need to provide the details of concurrent H-1? I would not. If I were you, I will not. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Rahul. Okay. Uh, thank you. Dr. Sumaya. Hi, Rahul. Yes, go ahead, ma'am. Uh, well, my question is, I would like to know about EB2 and IW. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What questions uh, you have well, on Indian. Uh, see, I'm Indian, working here in Saudi Arabia for more than 10 years. I have mm-hmm. good patent conferences, international publications. Uh, I'm a PhD holder, uh, experience mm-hmm. of 10 plus years. So I would like to apply under the category of EB2 and IW. I wanted to uh, know uh, that do they have how many patents? Category? How many how many patents you have? I have five patents. Three of them are uh, Indian, and how many, two of them are Australian. How many published? How many pub? Uh, how many uh, papers have we published? Uh, well, I have published around more than twenty-five international journals. And what? How many citations are there? How many people have uh, referred to than, your publication? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got you. There are more than nine hundred plus. I believe up to now. Wow. Ma'am, you need to consider <laughs> EB1 though, not EB2 NIW. Okay. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm listening to you. Yeah, you need to go for uh, you need to go for EB1A. EB1A, you don't need any sponsor. If you uh, qualify on it, uh, mm-hmm. Prince Satam bin, bin Abdul Aziz bin University. I see yeah. 659 citations of your articles, ma'am. You yeah. said 200. I see 659. No, no. no. I, I said I said 700. Around 700. Yeah, that, I said. Yeah, that's around. Say so I see 659 citations for you. Um, you should yeah. try to go for EB1, EB1A, ma'am. That will be the best question. option. Yeah, because EB2, the priority is backlogged all the way to 2009 or 2011. Okay. So EB2 mm-hmm. is very fast for you. Okay. Okay. Give me one Thank second. You. That's it. I will uh, have a one-on-one appointment session with you so that I can have a more clear idea about it. Okay. Sounds good, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see blockchain integrated principal components. You should go for it. And, and uh, ma'am, you have an O1 visa. Have you ever considered what an O1 visa is? Uh, we have seen, uh, though, also O1 visa as well as uh, E2 IW, EB2 and W and EB2 and I. Uh, EB2, EB2, no, ma'am. I would not. Categories. I would not even consider you for EB2, ma'am. With 659 citations, you should be going for EB1A. EB2, you will take 90 years or 100 years for you to get the green card. I don't expect you to live by that time, even though you are a doctorate. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next person, please. Okay. Yeah, you should you you should consider O one to come into United States and E B one. That should be your target, ma'am. Next person, please. Sure. Thank you. Prashant, Nikhil, Nikhil P. Hi. Hey Rahul. Um, this is just a follow-up on my last quick question. Have you seen any like a success rate on the people transferring to B1 from H1 in the grace period? In the grace period or after the grace period? Nikhil, are you there? Switi, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. I can hear you. Okay. No, she, I was I was muted. Yes. So I mean, like someone you have noticed someone has filed during the 60 days period, and have you seen any success rate during that time or any? During any, the like, problem why, USCIS. If, so so let me understand one thing. 
let's say you got laid off in may 20th okay and mm-hmm. july 18th is a 60 days and you file a b2 application why would you why would you mention about the b2 if you got a job within 60 days you don't mention it you just file the change of employer because it is within 60 days no 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 so i think uh, we are misunderstanding so i'm saying like let's say my 60 days is getting over uh, next week and i have like 10 days left and i i file it today have you seen any people who are getting converted to b2 like getting a b2 visa instead of like you know from h1 to b2 and any problem from uscis I or any i'm really confused though if if someone is filing from b h1 to b2 in during the grace period have you seen a success rate of going from h1 to b2 that's what i'm asking oh h1 to b2 within 60 days yes no they take a little bit longer longer time yeah, yeah that, that's no, what i wanted to know. usually they normally quite, we normally um, recommend yeah, so. to file at 55th day yes okay so my only con- not- concern was i just wanted to know have you seen any like queries from uscis or any like concern like just no that's just what i wanted not. to know just approvals okay. biometrics and approval uh-huh. that's it and one a suggestion or one request if i can make do you happen to like you might have seen this new uh, canada h1b thing do you, uh, you I have, have any thoughts I, on i don't know anything i don't know anything about canada we are not canadian lawyers so it, okay I, all right thank you, you have so a much. point but i don't know what how that works out next question okay thank you kartik kartik yes uh, hey rahul i added my question on the google doc so the rfe kartik the rfe requests that your uh, you should submit the 485j supplement is that what you're telling me yes you don't have any i140 approval with any companies do you i do have i140 approvals and what is the priority date on it 2016 yeah you just have to mention that you are not the primary applicant and you explain to them look my wife is a primary applicant here is i140 approval for her i'm just a dependent even though i have an i140 approval with other company this 485 application my wife is a primary i'm the dependent you just have to mention to them that's all it is okay all right and and it shouldn't cause any complication right <laughs> nah <laughs> no sir that's you think so that uscis understands it but you're you know come on next person please it's easy you can make them explain they won't deny i can't guarantee that <laughs> you should have got the rfe in the first place but yeah you can yeah. explain you'll be fine okay thank you i would still recommend to go through a lawyer though because when the lawyer explains they immediately get okay this guy is a lawyer so he must have known something okay. sometimes they get into the belief next person please astitva yes and you don't have to go with our law firm because it's an easy thing uh, you can hire some yeah go ahead uh, astitva my uh, company hi, has applied so... eb2 green card on f1 visa does i140 get me ead after 3 years can i continue working on i140 now i want mm-hmm. you are from india i am assuming is right yes 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 mm-hmm. no sir i140 does not get you any ad mm-hmm. you cannot continue working on i140 so what is there any use of filing uh, i140 on f1 then absolutely there is a lot of use of filing an i140 the reason is that 
when the eventually people would like to get the green card is right asit yes yes mm-hmm. you want to be ahead of the line well that's true kind of but uh, i believe that in a few years i can go for eb1 like i have uh, three paper publications even, but i am also working on research that's even one. better because eb1 is backlogged right now if you get the priority date right now in 2023 in 2025 or mm-hmm. 27 you file an eb1 you get the priority date of 2023 okay so so you are uh, telling me that uh, i can't get an ead okay so i i i had that thought and okay so uh, okay so i i but still proceed with the i140 believe me you will thank me for this advice at a later date okay now uh, yeah i i believe yeah thanks for uh, for that advice but uh, just last question that if i ever go for eb2 and iw uh, i do get ead on that right or, or i also don't get uh, no EAD you don't get ead on niw niw is eb2 yeah eb2 and iw okay so yeah, that also that doesn't get eb1 you have a chance of getting especially if you file a eb2 right now later on eb1 will get you right mm-hmm. now eb1 for indians is backlog oh Oh yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, sorry about it. Actually, uh, I mean, yeah, I had read articles, and they were like, uh, from that, I had gotten an uh, opinion that yeah, maybe one can get EAD on I one forty. But I guess that is not true true. if you are not an Indian, but you are an Indian. Yeah. Yes, I'm an Indian. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's the problem there. Next person, please. Prashant. Yeah. But Asit, still proceed with EB two. You are not understanding the things. Trust me on this one. You will thank me for it. Next person, please. Hi, Rajendra. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Rajendra. So I posted my question regarding the travel. Yes, you did. I want to change in process and yeah. Yeah. Uh, I uh, September fifteenth. E perm e file max out date is September eighteenth. Seventh year extension is filed in June twenty third. Visa stamp ended in June twenty second. Form approved on July first. Can I stay in USA after max out in September? Wait, uh, September fifteen. Form file max out is September eighteen. We we had couple of we had couple of discussions before. Person, didn't we? Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. So can I try? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want yeah. to. You may want to have a consultation privately, though. I don't want to give the same one minute advice again and again. Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I posted my question as well. I, I, I would still file an I one thirty though. I one thirty one. The reason is that what if they deny? If they don't deny it, uh, if they don't deny the first one, and you file the second one though, why mm-hmm. not? You know, at the most they will deny the second one. What's the big deal about it? Okay, um, so I question, still. I, so, sorry, I, on the I first one. File. Okay. I will still file an I one thirty one again. Okay. I have filed AOS for me and my EAD. My attorney told me renewal is not needed for my son who is twenty. Is that correct? Well, so is that okay? I would file it. I okay. would file it because it's free. But does he need it? No, he doesn't need it. But I mean, how do I prove his lawful presence? Just the pending. No, you the adjustment of status uh, receipt notice is good enough. and you can always okay. file it at a later date for him too let's say for okay. example he is going to take internship when he's 14 or so you can file it at a later date okay and raul one one follow up question so uh, my priority date is 2014 uh, anything in the horizon 
of what your that part keep listening to our youtube that's all i can tell um for some reason though i still file eads for two year olds i keep renewing them yeah i'm just worried like if my son is 12 i'm worried he's going to fall under that age uh, age out category and all that the uh, pay uh, things I, are... I, yeah is he uh, in well no he is born in india nothing, that that has that has uh, nothing to do with now he's already secured in cspas right you know what cspas right yeah i believe some recent uh, some notification right. came right so he's yeah, okay. secured in that is right i believe so i'm uh, not exactly sure what uh, what, uh, what qualifies so you may want to have a consultation to make sure that he's secured because that's very important though whether he's secured okay. or not 98 95% of the time they are only the 5% okay. of the time they are not the only problem is if the i140 was approved after the priority dates went back then the problem will come in that's the only problem okay? no the i140 But was other, approved before much before after that the priority date became current is right after the i140 is approved yes then he is fine then the kid is okay. fine but i cannot confirm it right now unless i see the i140 but normally if that's the case he is secured i would throw okay. a ead too what's a big deal it's free you can okay. file by yourself too for yourself. yeah that's what i was planning to do so i'd file that but for i131 there's a filing fee right is like 500 dollars or something no sir no sir there is no filing fee for anything oh even for advance parole there's no filing fee no there is no filing fee for anything okay all right thanks rahul nivedita hello yeah uh when i applied for my yeah. f1 visa last year i was issued b1 b2 yeah, uh, yeah because of the I initial this was filed this i made a mistake in updating my book i yes. booked the f1 appointment so i booked another appointment i got my f1 visa and now i'm done with the, with my program i'm going back to india can i use the visa's visa for my travel now to usa if i want to come back Yeah. Yeah, because uh, they you have can. not uh, avoided my even. Yeah, you can. You can. You can. You absolutely. Yeah, can. because even though the appointment was actually for my F one days, it was based the on my I twenty, but still the stamp was. The stupid B1 guys gave I... you. The stupid guys gave you B two visa. Yeah, you are eligible yeah. for it. Absolutely not they, a problem. Okay, it won't be an issue during the immigration. No. They won't change the interview purpose, details. As long as your purpose is only to visit United States and not to, not to do anything else and go, I don't see any problem, none whatsoever at all. In fact, my okay. first experience with Nivedita was the same yeah. as yours. When I applied oh, okay. for H4 visa, and then I went, okay. I went in there. The guy interviewed me. I mean, you know how much time the interviews, right? Yes, said, yes. Sir, your H1 B is approved. Well, okay. I didn't apply. I said to that, I did apply for H one B. I applied for H four. Then yeah. he went back and he, I don't know what he scratched. He said, "Yeah, your H four is approved." Okay, that's fine. Thank you, and came back. Yeah, that was okay. my experience too. But in your okay. case, they gave the stamping. But you can use it, ma'am. You applied it. You it. paid okay. for. You can. You can use it. Okay. Yeah, I can't use the H one B if the guy approved because I was. I, yeah, I'm not yeah. eligible for H one B. But you can. Next person, please. Okay. Great. Thank you. Pooja. Pooja, hi, sir. This will be hi. the last person. Uh, I may take one more question uh, at the most, but uh, Pooja, uh, I, uh, this and if anybody wants to speak with me, you can make a private consultation, guys. My link is provided there. My schedule is there. 
My appointments are available. You can book any time you want. That's suitable to you. Pooja, go ahead regarding F1. Hi, sir. I've I've written my question in the forms. Are you able to see that? Yeah. Uh, I don't see. I only see one thing regarding F1. That's all it says. Oh, sorry. So actually, sir, currently I'm enrolled at the University of Cumberland for oh, my I master's now. in data science. Data science and F1 yeah. student visa. And I got a part-time job at another university. Arkansas. My question is: Am I eligible to work part time for a different university while being enrolled? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to comment anything on on the Cumberland University though, because we consider that as a fraudulent university. But if you just leave that argument, we have a difference of opinion. Can you have a CPT in one university and work on that CPT at different university? Absolutely, you can. Not even CPT, sir. Just as a part time. See you how you can CPT. work as a part-time to it, but I haven't yeah. signed up. I haven't got the form for for the fall semester or for the summer semester. But usually, uh, students work on so campus you may, you twenty may, hours you a week. To say, uh, so yeah, so if you are allowed to work, though, if you are allowed to work, you can work at a different university. Not a problem. Okay, even without the CPT or anything, because F1 students can work on campus, right? So my question is, I'm university. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. That on-campus thing is not applicable, though. In the summer time, the students can work outside the university, and we are in the summer time right now. On that provision, you can. Yeah, but that one. But on-campus, on-campus, no, you are not eligible to work for a different university. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, one, Dhirendra Kumar, as the I have H one B. I lost my job, and now and applied for H four EAD for my wife. Dhirendra Kumar, is there? Dhirendra Kumar, mute. Yeah, I can unmute now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah, okay. so. You are you filed for H four AD through your wife's H one B or I could yep, get the question. Yep. 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 Okay. I, I, so what yeah. is what do what do you mean by is it feasible to get the approval? Yeah, you are your wife has an I one forty approval, is right? I one forty no. She is dependent on me, right? So she okay. don't have H four. She has as of now H four. So I have applied for H four AD now. This is the first time. So you are an H one B, but you applied for your wife's H four EAD, but you yes. lost the job right now. Yes. If you lose the job and and sixty days from now, you both will be not in legal status. Though you will have to leave the country or apply for a B two visa. Yes. So as of now, I already have applied for H four EAD. So is it something that they have the time bound? Something okay, okay? This much time is required for approval or something? Or no? Yes or no? Dhirendra. If you are not maintaining the H one B, your wife cannot work on H four EAD. Okay, you got the point. Got it. You have to be on H one B. You can't just because your wife got the H four EAD can she work and you stay in United States on her H four no. EAD? No, the answer is no. Okay, thank you guys I'm for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at eleven thirty Central Time. Thank you, guys. 
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.